Welcome back to the Moderately Enjoyable Podcast with John and Evan for episode two. Evan, famous twos? Famous twos? Home Alone. Home Chapter Alone two, two, Lost in New York. The okay. Pigeon Lady. Still haunts my dreams. Derek Jeter. Really? We're going with Derek Jeter on that one? He's a famous two. I guess he is a famous two. That's fine. Uh, I mean, come on. The Predator two? What's the difference between that and the Predator one? Nothing really, just different place. Two Towers? Two Towers, great one. Great movie. Great one. Second, anything. No, I, Chamber I, of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets is Chamber. terrible. Trash movie. There's so many seconds out Worst there. book. There's a Pope that's the second. I'll Pope be John honest, I've only read it once. There's, um, there's a lot of seconds. But usually they're juniors, you know, because unless they have a third, then they'll be the second. This is way too much on that this is the second episode that of our... Number two, El Dos. Well, after long contemplation after our first episode, we have decided to add a new member upon request to our show. Big requests coming down from the upper level management all the way back down to us little people down here. Didn't have a lot of saying it, but we are excited to have him. He is the Sultan of Swat, the Prince of Thieves, the man with a stash, the big Connor, middle name redacted, done. Just, Woo! wow. So excited to have him big here. Soon. It's good to be here, guys. Um, so yeah, I guess a little background on that. The When they said they got the call from up top, I live in the room above them. <laughs> when they said the little Literally people down here. Listens to a lot of music at night. I, I do listen to a lot of music at night. Um, when he said little people, he meant me, because... I'm the smallest. Yeah, I'm. In the house. I'm six four and I have a mustache. That's 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 basically all that, all that that. You was. are Tom Selleck. I wouldn't go there, <laughs> but I'll take it. Connor, the people, uh, they're they're itching to know. We already we've gotten questions in our mailbag just all about this. They want to know just things about you. They want to get to know the people they're listening to. Mm-hmm. So just rapid fire questions. Are you ready? ready. First thing that comes to your mind. Ready to go? On these very silly questions. Perfect. Favorite book, go. Um, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Good call. Favorite Harry, dog name? Harry Potter for the uh, Juno, my parents' dog. Wow, that's good. Favorite cat name? I don't like cats. Good answer. Favorite hairdresser? Um, yeah, I don't know. Sure question. Know. It's you. You cut my hair. That is, yeah, hey, okay, I'll take that. Favorite color? Um, that'd be blue, probably. Least favorite sky or dark? Uh, dark, like a like a navy. People need to know. They need yeah. to know. Favorite high school teacher? Um, shout out Mr. Pate. <sighs> Mr. Pate was a good one. Government. Favorite co-host on moderately enjoyable podcast? Um, John, I think. Yes. He's I not guess. a co-host. I'm a co-host. Maybe Evan. Am I the main host and you're yeah, the co-host? You're the main host. Yeah. That means I just got selected over for a position John doesn't even have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, feels I mean, insulting. Sure. Well, you know, this came from the top, guys. Wow. He's really just infiltrating to tear us apart. It's fine. Let me, one fun fact about Connor. There's many fun facts. There's many Connor. fun facts, but Connor literally gave me the best Christmas present this year. And I wanted to shout you out for that. NFL 100, for those of you who didn't know, 100 years of NFL football. He gave me, because I'm a big NFL fan, he gave me a history of NFL book. Like, probably the nicest thing, most considerate, didn't even have to ask for it. 
Because it was Secret Santa, so how could I ask? <laughs> but Of course you didn't ask for it. It was super thoughtful. So, it was super thoughtful. Connor, we're glad you're here, and we are pumped for this next segment coming up. We've got a new name for our... The good things and the bad things the of good the day. The good and the bad. The highs and the lows. The joy and the junk. The roses and thorns. The roses and thorns, otherwise known as... The dogs, which is obviously the best. And the cats, which might be the worst thing ever. A lot of cat hate in this podcast. <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry to all the cat lovers out there. We're, I'm not sorry. We're not there. Anyway, we will be back. got to take a stance at some point. You got to. <laughs> Welcome back to the Moderately Enjoyable Podcast with John and Evan and producer Connor. So, Evan, what's your dog of the week, man? Dog of the week. He got a bone. He was excited this week. Big deal. Uh, Dog of the week, probably. Man, I know it's quarantine, but when major life events happen, family gets together. So my brother and his family were in town, and we took my nephew down down to the fields out yonder in the front yard and we took out a rifle and we did what you do. We started shooting guns down the front yard. You shot your nephew? We did not. No four-year-olds were harmed in the process, but he was terrified and thought that he was hurt every time the gun went off. It was hilarious. (laughs) What a pain. But also, he just really wanted to throw rocks in the creek, so that's actually what was going on the entire time. It was a good time, though. Shooting guns, teaching a nephew how to to not hold a gun incorrectly. That's great. Um, honestly, maybe my you know dog of the week is knowing that out there uh, an American was <laughs> brought in his birthright of being able to shoot stuff. So how do you feel that he's a redhead? Does that? No, it's all fine. Hey, okay, good. Second Amendment applies to all. Um, no, but my okay. I'm gonna stick with the family theme here. Um, last week was a big birthday week for for our family. We have my my brother Mitchell was on Friday, and then my big. grandmother Mimi had a birthday on Mimi. Uh, Saturday. And so Mitchell, shout out Mitchell. He's a great kid. Um, we had an awesome time in the backyard. Had local taco. Um, and then Mimi uh, has been disproportionately affected by coronavirus. I feel like not that she has had it. Um, but her basically number one love in, in life is college basketball. And so to tell her that she, you know, in the month of March and now the month of April and now maybe the month of May, she can't leave her house, but there's no basketball on and she can't talk to her friends or, or hang out with her friends is, is yeah, pretty rough. Mimi's Mimi. a big UNC fan, isn't she? Huge right? North Carolina basketball. Yeah, she is. She met Luke May. She met Luke May. Um, she's, she's worn a, a couple UNC national championship rings via... Um, Does she work at UNC? My Is cousin-in-law right? Chase. Well, I've got it. My one of my cousins married a guy who was uh, on the the basketball staff at North Carolina when they won a couple championships, Big. and so Mimi living at large, living at large. But yeah, so we did one of those drive-by birthday parties for for Mimi, and she loved it, and it was really <laughs> it was really pretty awesome. It's funny because some of those hit the news, and I just want to know how they pick. Which drive-by birthday parties to put the, on the news? Because they put, like, random ones on. Dartboard. We, we anyway, a... I see them, like, everywhere, and people are like, this one was on the news. And I'm like, how is that different from this other one that wasn't on the news? Anyway. We, we had a moment. That I might be going too long for my segment, but there was, this was pretty awesome. Um, there was a guy in the neighborhood who was sitting out in the front yard of his house, and as we're about to uh, pass by the house, he, um, 
he's sitting in his golf cart and he looks and he says, Hey, what's, what's going on here? And my brother was actually the one whose car he kind of pulled up next to. And he was like, he's like, yeah, my grandmother lives down the street and you know, we're throwing her like one of those like drive by birthday parties. And so the guy just got his daughter in the golf cart, didn't know my grandmother and just joined in the parade of cars in the golf cart. That's awesome. Gotta love it. My dog of the week. Throw this one a bone. I got a 1.5 million bones Mm. in the game of life. Not real life. Not real life. (laughs) What a joke. (laughs) To get my uh, check in, thankfully. Um, But the game of life, the board game of life, won the game, 1.5 million bones. That was great. Evan, what's your cat? Can I make my cat that you won the game of life? And we'll be hearing about it for the next month. Hello, cool cats and kittens. <laughs> cool cats and kittens out there. My my cat right now is... Connor made these cinnamon rolls. Blueberry cinnamon rolls. But we were playing the game of life. And it got intense. Life happened and I life forgot about the cinnamon happened, rolls. Life happened. And they were left in there. Um, guys, I have a cinnamon roll here for each of us. They're a little charred. That's the sound of one <laughs> hitting, like a hockey puck. <laughs> hitting a desk. Uh, let's all just uh, take a bite. Oh my the, gosh. I want the listeners to hear what this sounds like when you crunch into one. Are you ready? This is Cat of the Week. Not the worst thing. Not a bad thing. flavor. I know. It just takes a lot to get in that. Yeah. I lost a tooth. It gets worse as you get around the back. Oh, gross. Yeah, not good. There's my Cat of the Week, although it's not that bad of a cat, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm chewing. Um, <laughs> Do you need some liquid? No, we're good. I got I got some water over here. Um, yeah, my uh, my cat of the week is honestly it might be these cinnamon rolls. Now that I think of it, <laughs> I, and I was cinnamon so, rolls going down. I was Derek, the other roommate who has decided not to join the podcast, is such a big cinnamon rolls guy who'll hit some chocolate chip pancakes every now and then. And I had these cinnamon rolls in the refrigerator. We were going to play board games tonight. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to make cinnamon rolls. I'm going to be the guy that delivers on the sweets this week. And not only did I, you know, not only did it just really not work all that well, but I also kind of under-delivered on my, you know, my, my gift to my friends. So, yeah, these cinnamon rolls have a lot of shame in them, honestly. At the high end, we had the book of NFL history. At the low end, <laughs> we have cinnamon roll hockey box. I'll never cook another gift again. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, honestly, blueberry blueberries that are burned, it's not a bad flavor. Not that bad. <laughs> I know. You know, hot take. There you go. Um, my, my cat of the week. <laughs> um, it may not affect many, but it affected me. Um, one of my favorite restaurants McDougal's chicken. I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's oh, one McDougal's. There's one on White Bridge. No, like near our house, which is in West Nashville. It's supplied all of our cups. Supplied all of them. They give out free cups with every meal, and we just have decided that's our cup of the house. Um, I was gonna go Thursday night. I tell Connor, "Hey Connor, McDougal, are you in?" He said, "Sit down. <laughs> we need to talk." McDougal's is. Temporary closed. Temporarily closed. And I said, no. So I call them. They don't even have an answering machine. They don't even have, like, we're temporarily closed due to the coronavirus. It's just, phone is busy. Phone is busy. Drive by. There's not a soul there. It's not busy. There's nothing going on. 
I hope it's only temporarily. We can only hope. I did have Hattie B's as a substitute, which was very good, but Boo. it's also $4 more expensive. Anyway, I digress. That was one of my low points of the week was telling John that McDougal's was close. <laughs> that was awful. Um, so, let's take another quick break, then we'll get into our meat of the week, <laughs> which will be uh, not about the coronavirus. You're welcome. Woo! It will be... Why is it important for people to actually feel heard and listened to? Interesting topic. We'll see where it goes. Welcome back to your moderately favorite podcast that's just right in the middle of the road. Uh, Our hot topic this week is the need of people... To feel heard. And I think we can kind of take that a lot of ways. Um, You know, people want their opinions heard. They want to be recognized. They want to be, you know, feel like they're listened to. Um, So, Evan, just starting off, where do you feel like people want their opinions heard the most? That's a tough question. Um, Well, I think it, it really, like... Obvious, the obvious things are like social media, people want to be heard broadly, they want to know they have a platform and influence, that kind of thing. But like, I think you have to scale it back and ask, all right, well, what are they missing that makes them feel like they need to have a hearing out there? And I think just the, when we were talking about this and I was thinking about hearing and how people need to be heard... The thing that just strikes me is that my mom and I were just talking about this the other day, that people are really, really bad at listening to other people, like actually listening, paying attention. What'd you say? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Like, think how many times you finish a statement and then somebody goes, what? And you're just like, I I just spent five minutes I feel targeted now for sure. (laughs) No, not at all. Um, No, but just people are bad at at listening. And even when we're having a conversation and like somebody is engaged in that conversation, it's clear that they're kind of halfway just waiting to talk and figuring out what they're going to say next. And so you don't ever feel like you can give up the microphone. You don't ever feel like you're actually being heard. So I think that really is kind of part and parcel with what's going on with people needing to be heard is they don't feel hurt because we don't listen well. I general. feel like it's so aggressive, too. Like, if you're not feeling like you're listened to, like, your aggression level goes up. Um, I think for me, the thing that I think gets me the most, even, is on on Twitter. When I see stuff and I'm like, this isn't what I think. Or, like, something's trending that I just strongly disagree with. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> they didn't listen to me. And, like, as much as I want to spout off to my, like, 12 followers, like, that would do any good. Like, I'm just like, whatever. It's just people being people. I'm just going to let them get off their needed energy. But I think it's funny that, like, people get off this, like, they think social media is going to do something for them. Like, for them to be heard. Which is just funny. Because I think it's more likely to make a difference one-on-one with somebody. Like, I think you're just spouting off, like... Like, I think people are automatically going to take it with a grain of salt on, you know, where you're not looking at them. Um, because it's just so, that personal connection is just lost. And I think even, like, with people we work with, or not work with, but, like, the customers we talk to on the phone. Like, we'll get angry customers calling and, like, yelling at us, like, 
sorry, you don't know me. Like, you don't know my story. You don't know anything about me. You'll make very sweeping generalizations about who I am based upon this experience you've had that I wasn't even a part of. And so, like, I feel like most people's opinions, where people want their opinions hurt, are where their emotions are, personally. Because, like, if they're passionate about something or really care about something, they're going to want to be heard there the most. Which can be different for each person. Um, and they assume they're they're not going to be heard. Like, all those customers who call in, and, like, I take escalated calls. So, when we start, we're already on, like, 9 out of 10 on anger level. <laughs> so, like, we have to scale them down to, you know, a moderate 5 or 6. But one of the things that happens is they come on, they start spewing, they tell you what you're going to do, all these kind of things. And then when you can like connect with them and assure them, hey, I'm going to work with you. It's my job to help you solve this situation in a way that works for both of us. But I'm going to help you. The tone changes. They're immediately fine. They just assume they're not going to be heard. They're not going to be listened to. We're going to say no. And of course, I'm on the other end like, I don't care if I have to pay you $10 in shipping. (laughs) Like, I'll pay you your money back. It's not mine. So, like, I'm going to help you. Let's just talk through this. Um, They just don't think they're going to be listened to. Yeah. And so, like, if you're that person who's not being listened to, what's a productive way for you to get your voice out there where people will... I mean, we just talked about social media. Sometimes, you know, I think there are positive ways it can be used. You know, I think last week we kind of... Maybe didn't harp on social media and the negatives, but we definitely did talk about how there's like some negatives to social media. Yeah. You know, what do you think some positives are of that? What are some other ways to, it's kind of a two-part question, positives of social media, getting your voice out on social media. And also, what are some just productive ways besides that, that you could see getting your voice out there to be listened to? Well, I think social media... Yeah, it's it's not all bad. It can be used for really important things. I think the important thing is to figure out what it, what should be discussed in this platform and what should not be discussed in this platform. Like intuitively, you know, hey, I'm not going to gush my feelings. Actually, I say that we write gushy posts all the time. You're not going to share like super secret personal things most of the time on social media, unless it's you know like if you're struggling with an illness or a death in the family like you may have you don't know my friends well that's probably true (laughs) but you know you're not going to do that normally you instinctively know there are certain things that this platform is is not right for i shouldn't do this the issue is that we don't think enough of how many things shouldn't be spoken of on there but i think you just made an assumption there though too that like maybe you and i know what should be on here what shouldn't be on here what we have got a filter on there I can tell you, dude, there's a lot of people who do not. And people I know very well that I'm just like, what are you thinking? Like, you are just ostracizing a group of people for your benefit? Like, why are you doing that just for, like, even Christians that I'm like, why are you talking bad about this group of people that you don't necessarily agree with? And that's fine. You don't have to agree with them. But why are you just, just like, slamming them? Like, you really want to just, like, try to make a difference on somebody you're just going to slam? Like, I just don't think that's... Like, that's a filter I think maybe you and I have, but is it safe to assume everybody else does? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that everybody else knows they shouldn't do that. I think it's okay. sure that they're going to do it anyway. They just do it. They're brave. Just... It, yes. No, exactly. It's cathartic. Like, like anger it feels and 
Yeah. What's that movie? Because, you know, their their husband is probably tired of hearing them, or if it's like my dad, <laughs> your wife is tired of hearing you have the same four rants over and over again. And so, what do your you Your dad do? does not you go, He's perfect. He does. But he does not use social media. He hates it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, like, you know, that kind of person where it's like, all right, well, everybody around me is tired of hearing this, so I'm just going to say it on social media to get it out. And, you know, that's a cathartic thing. It's a release. And that's fine. So I have 12 followers, because if I send it, nobody else, nobody's going to hear it. Like, <laughs> your hot takes are just about Toy Story so far. That's all and wrong, Chipotle. man. And Chipotle. That's true. People are in on that public Chipotle recipes. Tell you what. <laughs> but I think that's important, just knowing what what is appropriate to talk about on social media, what's not. And you should always ask yourself, is this going to be incendiary? Like, am I putting something out there that is just going to light everything up in flames if it is is it worth posting is this actually worth fighting for and defending on social media because let's be real 98 percent of the time it's not yeah I, I think when you talk about the filter coming off on a lot of people um john mentioned it earlier what do people post about what do, what do people want to be heard about it's the things that they're most passionate about or it's the things that they think or feel like maybe they're the expert on. And so that's where you get these outrageous, you know, posts sometimes is I'm really passionate about it and you should be passionate about it too. Or I know the most about this topic and y'all need to know what I know about it. Hmm. And I think with the, the confidence of either your passions or your perceived expertise, you get these hotter takes just blasted out to dozens of people and... i think that's good because mm-hmm. yeah. i think a lot of people Expert do complex yeah they talk down to you or you feel like they're talking down to you well that's the I tone remember... of the internet is condescending yeah i'm right you're wrong i'm big you're small i know like nate bargazzi the comedian um he talks about how i forgot who the actor is but he like talks about an actor who i think it's leonardo dicaprio who's like talking about like we need to save the whales like over and over again he's like all these whales are dying, and our neighbor is like, I live in Tennessee, like, I'm not killing whales, like, it's not You me. know, it is a law in Tennessee, not, you're not allowed to shoot a whale from your car in the state of Tennessee. Well, thank goodness. It's on the books, in case you wonder. Um, we hear you, Leo. <laughs> we, are taking, we are acting. We are taking care of it. Anyway, but it's just like, I, I mean, he said this, but like, if you run across that, and there's definitely, like, people I've followed, too. I'm just like, you really think I care? Especially, like, I think celebrities do this a lot, where they just, like, pick a pick a hot topic, and they're like, here's what we're going for, here's going to be our message, and you're like, I don't know why I'm as dumb as you are. Like, listening to that, it's like, I'm just going to scroll past that. And when you talk um, about not being heard, when the, you know, the person on the other end of that message does not perceive you to be the expert on it, or is not passionate about it, that's the quickest scroll in the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, I mean, when it comes, it kind of ties in on the other side. If if you're not meeting your audience or whatever. Yeah. You know, you'll, that, that's how you don't get heard very fast. So, yeah. we've talked about ways that you're not heard. Productive ways to be heard. Back to that question. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it sounds too basic, and this takes us out of the social media world, but, I mean, I think... This actually ties in really well with what we talked about last week about just the lack of meaningful connection in a lot of our lives, um, lack of depth in a lot of our connection. You need to have people who you can listen to and talk with and be heard by. 
Like those are important things. And you only have that through, through serious friendship, through serious relationship that you come to a place where like, I know we disagree on this and we're going to disagree on it, but I can listen to you. You can listen to me. I respect you. It's a Leslie Noah Braun Swanson relationship where you're just on two like opposite sides of the coin but you both respect the way you go about it and who you are and as a person. So like, I'm going to listen to you. And as you listen to people, they are more willing to listen to you. So, I mean, I think that's where it starts. I think too, like one thing my dad's always said to me, and it kind of goes along that, like building close connections help. And I think asking good questions really goes a long way. My dad's always said, like, always ask questions because I think like people can always be like very accusing of things and like a great way to respond to like accusation is really getting to the bottom line um and like responding to that with good questions instead of being like accusatory back like yeah. you can always diffuse a conversation by asking a question because the ball's in their court you're automatically listening to them and wanting their answer if you're asking a question and i think of it too like as dumb as this is like i've had people get mad at me like with the like when we were a group office or something in People are like, what's for lunch? And like people get like emotionally attached to what they want to for lunch, including myself. I'm very passionate about what I eat. Very passionate. I've planned out what I'm going to eat next. I mean, pick pick a date. I can tell you what I'm going to eat. Next Thursday. Next Thursday, I'll probably go to cookout for dinner. It's going to be great. Granted, that's like a four out <laughs> okay, of seven that's not chance. Fair. <laughs> Tuesday. What'd you Chipotle? eat tonight? I had cookout for That's not fair. It's not fair. It's either cookout or cereal. That's a safe bet. Recency bias. <laughs> yeah. um, Wait, let me ask you more questions. <laughs> anyway, so I think like those are productive ways to have your voice heard. Just kind of diffusing the situation. I think once the person's relaxed listening, then the defenses are down. I think that's another thing is like whenever I'm arguing with somebody... When their defenses go up, I know exactly, like, whatever I'm saying, they're not going to hear it. They're hearing that I'm accusing them. They're hearing that I'm mad at them. Yeah. Like, if, if it's, like, a, you know, if it's an argument and I, like, kind of calm down, maybe there's something to listen in on. Um, yeah, and, and whatever conversation you're having, we make that, I make the mistake, we all make the mistake of thinking that we're talking about ideas. You're never just talking about ideas. Ideas right. are not separated from the person. Right. So, if you're arguing with somebody about something they think you're arguing with them as a person you're dealing with people so like my mom just always said that we need to seek to understand first so whenever you're in a conversation you're trying to figure out that person you're trying to understand why are they passionate about this why do they think this way about this and if that's how you take it i I just think you're naturally gonna be kinder in that conversation you're naturally gonna listen to them better because you're trying to care about them as a person rather than just some idea that's out there and my apologetics class like the defense of the bible okay my professor who's this scholar in defending scripture has a great evidences and everything he always says um you're you're giving a defense to the person you're answering the person because any question they have comes from a history of pain and you know you know disappointment disapproval of the bible and of the church and so like you're always going to be answering their experience because they may have had a bad experience. They may have had somebody who was a hypocrite and turned them away from that. So you're answering not only their questions, but them as a person. Um, because those questions will be kind of flowing from them. Um, so this kind of goes along with it from, but how do you listen to people? 
that are going to have different opinions. They want to go to Sonic for dinner, and you're like, no, we're not going to Sonic for dinner, you dumbo. We're going to cookout. Agreed. How do you how do you answer, or how do you kind of listen to those people and be respectful back in a, just a meaningful, helpful manner? I think the quickest way to not do it in a meaningful and helpful manner is to just ask questions and listen to eventually win the argument. Which I think is what a lot of people do. Like, they're like, oh, I'll ask you some questions, and I'm just really getting ammo, so I can just shoot it up <laughs> on the other end. Sorry. Shoot it up <laughs> on the other end. Um, like, the, you just, you, you listen to people. You care about them as a person. Even if you disagree with them, even it's if not you about know. Winning. It's not about winning. We're, we're people, and if we are going to work together, if this is going to function in a relationship, then you have to learn to disagree and still respect them. I think practically, this is all going to sound really, really dumb and, <laughs> and simple, but I know one of the things that I do if I'm seriously disagreeing with somebody or struggling with the decisions they're making or the things they're believing, um, I will remind myself of reasons that I respect that person. I will try to remember moments that I've respected that person, things that I admire about them like just to remind myself that I don't know it all I don't have it all figured out this person has experiences and things to offer that I don't understand completely and that's good you need to know that you don't have it all put together um you know one of my best friends since first grade is is not a, a Christian and we disagree on a lot of things obviously and I I made the joke at his wedding that if you know him at all you know what it is to be completely disagreed with because <laughs> he argues with everybody all the time and honestly I love that about him because he challenges me on a whole bunch of things. I disagree with that. Do you disagree with <clears> that? <throat> Good. Uh, but we've been able to maintain a friendship for like almost 20 years on completely opposite ends on a lot of different things. And we talk about those things, but we both just have an affection for one another. We both just have, I think, hopefully a respect for one another. I've never asked him, but uh, that's just part of it is learning to love that person beyond what they believe is where you start. Yeah. And I think of like, some of it's going to have to be where you agree to disagree with stuff like that. I think with like, more tactile things of like where we're eating for lunch, <clears throat> you're gonna you may have to compromise. You know, you may have to, you know, give them a bone for you to get a bone, uh, later on. And and I think like that's important. I I think it's always important to view each conversation as this isn't gonna be the last conversation we're gonna have. So uh, let's you know just keep going. You know, let's not make this the worst conversation we can ever have, and let's. You know, make a di like, not be just jerks to one another, and um, and make a mutual decision that will you know work for the group. Um, and so I think that's a good way when you're relating to somebody. So how do you lead somebody, um, that is gonna have different opinions from you? I think for me personally on this, I am very like, I can listen pretty well, but I think I also like in what what you're saying where I don't just listen. I think I do just listen to game ammo at you. I remember a lady... Machine gun John. <laughs> just spraying everybody. <laughs> I remember a lady, um, gosh, she she called and she made some accusatory thing about young people. She's like, oh, this is all young people's fault. 
obviously she's an older woman. I was just like, ma'am, I am a younger person. And that bothers me that you said that because I'm not that way. And you just made a very large generalization about something that I know a lot of people that don't act like that. And, uh, that she shrunk back pretty quick. And, uh, I'm not exactly proud of that. I think I maybe could have handled it differently. Although, I mean, maybe a little proud, (laughs) but like I I went after her and like, I maybe shouldn't have done that. And that maybe wasn't the best impact I could have made on that person. Um, but you know, what are some other ways? Like, how do we lead people? Like, cause sometimes you can't compromise. Sometimes they're wrong. And so, like, what do you do when the, when somebody's wrong? Or when somebody, like, it's a very much like you have two right answers. Your, your answer's right, their answer's right, and you're in charge. You know, how do you, you know, pick the right right one and, and benefit the group in that? Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, I had to do a lot of this when I was working at a church and leading teams of people and... A, a lot of those people... Wait, people at churches are opinionated? What? <laughs> they disagree on things? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I led a team of people, and we had different ideas of how some of the things needed to be done in the ministry. There was somebody who wanted to do a Jesus Take the Wheel 500, which was a Ooh. Bible drill that was Daytona 500 themed every Ooh. year. And I did not support this decision. Is it, is it also three and a half hours? It, oh, thankfully, no, it was not. <laughs> How long is the day to 500? Is it usually like, yeah, that's, again, that's getting pretty close. Thank you, terrible. producer Connor. <laughs> oh, um, we, and like, for instance, for, with that, we ended up doing it that year. Like we made a compromise. And as the Jeez. leader, I knew that this was a compromise I needed to make with somebody I disagreed with. Did I like that we did that? No, that is not the brand I wanted. That is not the direction we wanted to be going, but it, it was an important battle and it was something that needed to happen. So, you know, when you're leading people, the thing that I always wanted to make sure my leaders knew, we'd have a gathering, I'd put something out there and we'd talk about it. And I wanted to make sure that everybody had a chance to, to say their piece, to say what they thought, to give their opinion, to feel like they were heard, that we discussed what they thought. And then we would all sit down and make a call together. Of course, as the leader, you have to know that you make the final call and you have to do what you know you're right because you're accountable for it in the end. So, you know, one was making sure they felt heard in a large group like that. And then I did a lot of follow-up work, which I think is important with leadership is you just sit down one-on-one, you hash it out again. You want to make sure they know that you respect them, that you are listening to what they have to say. You affirm the valuable parts of what they had and you explain why you said no. And I think people just want to know that you considered it, that you listened to them and they're willing to jump on board then. If they can understand and know that you gave them a shot and they get why you made the call you made, even if they don't like it, yeah. they're fine with it. I think that reasoning means a lot. Like if somebody knows why you didn't choose it, I think that means a lot. And I think if they can get behind maybe the alternative, that's that's really what's going to make a difference. I think for me personally, I haven't really... I think in some ways I have been in a leadership role where I made decisions, um, at like a smaller level. Um, <clears throat> but on, on many in this, you know, scenario, I've never like led or been in charge of like a specific ministry group, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of under somebody else who's kind of giving me directions. And so, which I would execute out to a smaller group of people. So it's kind of a mid tier, like working through my directions. Management. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, and so like, there definitely been times where I didn't feel like my opinion was heard 
and I didn't feel like it was easy for me to execute their alternative because I didn't really understand their reasoning. I didn't really understand what was so wrong about mine. Because I think, like, you you get emotionally attached to your ideas. Like, I and certainly... And you get more emotionally attached as you discuss Oh, it. my gosh, yes. Yeah. And so, like, I get, like, I'm super emotionally attached to, like, things for some reason. I don't know why. Blame my parents. What? <laughs> no. And so, like, when my idea is, like, cr- like, we're not gonna go with my idea? Like, that's a mistake. Like, in my mind. And so, like, it being in charge... In the situations I've been in where I have been in charge, like, obviously, like, oh, yeah, we're going with my idea. But I think there have been times where I'm so hard-headed and the group's, like, going against me. I'm like, no, we're, we're still going to cook out for lunch. I don't care. Y'all want to go to Sonic or Chick-fil-A. Like, we're going to cook out. Or you'll just go alone. Yeah, I'll go alone. And, yeah. you know, that's just not a – you're just not going to build, you know, credit with those people. I think it's all about, like – I think building credit with people is good because even though like we don't want to view people as like things we're trying to get from them. Yeah. You know, we are working with them and if they know that you uh, are on their team, they're on their side, you get some credit and trust and, and really trust is the word. Um, because once that happens, then you're, you're free to move, you know, they'll follow you wherever you go because they trust you. Um, and so, I just think that's one thing that we, as we kind of wrap this conversation up, uh, Connor, I know you want to add something in really quick. Uh, yeah, the looks like the Daytona 500 runs about 2 hours and 48 minutes if you cut commercials. <laughs> Full broadcast time's upward of 4 hours. The oh. Jesus Take the Wheel 500 did not last that long, and we had <laughs> no commercial imagine? breaks. <laughs> well, on that great note, we're going to take a break, and uh, I think we've got another Mount Rushmore. You, you want to... You want to tell Rushmore. them what it is? Do we want to tell them what it is? No, They're going to have to wait a whole 10 seconds. I did hint at it earlier, though. Did you really? I did. You didn't catch that? Wait, oh, what is the mother and everything? All right. Well, Dang. I guess you'll have to come back after this quick break. Welcome back to the Moderately Enjoyable Podcast for our last segment, The People's Choice. I think they wanted it. They, they asked for it. They need it. They're getting it. <laughs> like it will be it. the Mount Rushmore of brands. Brands. Brand so, muffins. <laughs> brand flakes. No, not brand. Is it brand? Brand. How do you spell brand flakes? <laughs> is it B R A? Am I making a second guess this <laughs> no, now? No, that's B R A. Brand. Yeah, brand. This is. <laughs> um, so, what I mean by that? Like somebody. Anything. It could be a person's brand. It could be a brand you find at the grocery store. It could be the brand of a company. It can be any brand that you find of any value. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? It's broad. It's broad. It's I'm brand. Excited. We'll it... see where it goes. So, in order of this person's first podcast, I think it's important Big C goes first. The beautiful mustache himself, Connor, leads us off with the snake draft of Mount Rushmore of brands. All right. Pick number one, first off the board. Um, I'm going to go with Band-Aid brands. Isn't it just Band-Aid? No, this, because the, the, Band-Aid the, brand? the jingle goes, I'm stuck on Band-Aid brands because brand, Band-Aid's, Band-Aid's stuck on me. Band-Aid's stuck on me. 
Yeah. I've never heard that. Ever. It was a little TV jingle. Also, that's your number one. Band-Aid, Branca's Band-Aid stuck on me. Yeah, it's a the, good one. The musical podcast. <laughs> wow. That's a good call. Yeah. So, I would have not have thought of that on any of them. That was so. the one where I was I was like, I don't know if everyone's going to think of that because of the jingle or no one will think of it because it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Ooh, I just thought of another that's good. one for me. That's good. All right. Um, Were you just listening so that you could talk? Uh, no. Uh, so, the one I'm going to go with, number two, Cook's Pest Control. Cook's Pest Control. Looky, looky, just, looky, looky, I'll do all looky. the jingles. Here comes Cookie, Cook's Pest Control. I mean, that's come on. One. I get, that gets in my head. If I ever am in the car with my mom, that for sure is going to come on in yeah, whatever on 15, yeah. 10 radio station she listens to. So, I hear that all the time. Always gets in my head all day. That's my favorite brand because I love yeah. cookies. One, and I'm lucky for the Cook's Pest Control. We have a lot of ants too, so There's maybe so we should call them. So early polling. If you have a catchy jingle, <laughs> your brand is going to get rated pretty high. <laughs> You're polling pretty high in the rush more of brands. I also have a jingle one, but I'm going to save that one for later and keep it out of this round. Mm-hmm. We can't clump them all together. Uh, here's here's just a, a sneaker coming in there at the last second. Penguin Classics. Mm-hmm. See, you give me that look. Like but Club you Penguin? Know, That's no. strong. Penguin Classics. The books. All the books you read when you were in high school that were old books were probably Penguin Classics. It's That's got the little orange strong. penguin on the side. I do side. love penguins. They got great covers. They do all the classics. And they are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody uses them. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Penguin Classics. Hmm. All right, bring us back around hmm. for the second... All right, I'll do the jingle one. Uh, tell me who doesn't love Hello Mother, Hello Father, Fleas and Ticks, Really Bother. The Advantix, Canine Advantix, is just out of this world good, man. That little puppy, adorable. And he goes to camp. He's a summer camp. That's, yeah, that's man. undervalued as a second round pick, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. That's a great pick. Mine's going to come from a movie. Uh, it's going to be the New York Yankees, and the movie I'm thinking of is Catch Me If You Can, okay, where Leonardo DiCaprio's character's being talked to by his dad, which, if you want to look up who the dad is in Catch Me If You Can, please be my guest, um, where he goes, you know why the Yankees always win? And Leonardo DiCaprio goes, because they have Mickey Mantle. He goes, no, because the other team can't keep their eyes off the pinstripes. Those pinstripes are memorable. Hmm. Anyway, that was in my head. I think for sports teams, for sure, they are one of the best brands out there. Interesting. So the dad is Frank, and he's played by Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. I should have known that, but we yeah. Need some more cowbell, all that good stuff. Great actor. Walken. Great movie. If it you haven't seen by the pinstripes. I can't even do I don't That's a terrible walk-in. That's the best I have, though. Nobody can do walk-in. I love that movie. It's that's a, one of my favorite movies. I showed it to Lauren like a couple weeks ago, and she loved it. It's a good one. Yeah. It's great. And I don't like either of the main actors, but it's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah, you do hate Tom Hanks for I some do. Yeah. dumb And reason. I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. Overrated. All right. Number two. Um, all right, number two. Um, I'm a big sports fan, and Under Armour is the brand click clack click clack i think you hear us coming sponsor click clack patty outfit the uh, the auburn tigers yeah, so that's pretty good under armor keeps the boys from my alma mater looking fly um and so that's my that's my number two pick for uh for brands 
um, to start off the third round. This one is going to sound... After our cat's comment, we're not a PETA-friendly podcast, obviously, but my next one is Cattle Brands. What's cattle a brands. Never heard of it. Cattle no, like brands. brands. Like literally like, like a we brand, brand a cattle with. Brand a cow oh. Oh. <laughs> it's an important, oh, here. important part of the cattle industry, which is an important part of my life because I love steaks. I love the brand, wow. actually now that I think of it, that's very important. Because you gotta branding. know what your cow which cow you get. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just have ear tags now because the branding was like inhumane. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. I'll All just right. disagree on that. I'll yeah. listen to you, though. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Number three for me, Pixar. Love it. Mm. A little jumping. Disney Pixar light. or just Pixar? I'm thinking mainly the, the, the jumping light. light. Yeah. yeah. That's just Pixar, right? It's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's great. It's creative. You know a Pixar movie when you get one. Toy Story, you know, we're not getting ants, we're getting Bugs Life. You know what I'm saying? Just next level up. If you're an ants lover, I don't understand you. Because Bugs Life is superior. Um, Yeah, Pixar, love it. I think that's all I need. Was that number three for me? That was number three. Okay, so you got three and four, F. Yeah, three and four, back to back. Oh, this is always so hard. Well, nobody said it yet. I think we have to say it, though. Apple is just... Brand ubiquitous brand, brand. everywhere i mean come on as i'm using my mac right i look well, here is where we're at there is a student at the church that i go to who was in the small group who refuses to like apple hates everything apple talks about how terrible they are he only uses android which is just you only so you, can, you have to be 16 to only use android but he uses Android exclusively. He texted me today and said, quarantine has broken me. I bought an Apple product. <laughs> so even the most vehement haters. What was the product? Are turning around. The new iPad. Oh. Which isn't even the best Apple products out there. What's like, the best Apple product? We may have to do a Mount Rushmore of Apple products. Either the iPhone or the MacBook. But like The oh, Apple Watch is pretty great. The Apple Watch is great. But those old, the, the original Mac computers that had the colored background mm-hmm. or the back to it those yeah. were awesome elementary yeah. school was way better yeah for no personal reason whatsoever i think everyone should buy a ton of apple products that's just something I'm there's no conflict there. of interest with your job of any nothing kind. at all my parents have the mac desktop we've had one for mm. years those are those are literally awesome. like the og mac and my dad is too like the blue with the blue backing like the long that's what we're just talking about yeah 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 mm-hmm. those are great um so we had that we have now like the so, like, that was, like, the first, like, monitor by itself where there was no, like, what are those called next to it? Um, the computer? Yeah, the actual computer. Yeah, the actual, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, just look at, I just look sheepishly at Connor, like, please bail me out. Um, We're still talking about computers, right? <laughs> the computer? Said the computer guy in the room. Right. Uh, computer. Works IT. Yeah. Anyway, that was, like, one of the first... I think you're just describing a computer. <laughs> that was, like, the first computer without, like, the computer part. It was mm-hmm. just the desktop and, like... It was so easy to move. We moved like twice with that thing, and it's been great. And then my parents bought another one, a newer one. So it's pretty cool. The new, the great man. The new laptops too, with the like sliding bars. Yeah, I was That's, just looking to get one of those with the the trunk box. My, <laughs> my mom got one, and she doesn't know or use most of it, but she's got one because she can do that. Because you can. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. 
That was three, four. Yeah, number four for me, this has to be an obvious win, but Patagonia. Just one of Absolutely. the best brands out there. I stand by so much of what they do, and their environmentalism is awesome. Like, not just because uh, you can wear a chinchilla. It's more than over. cool shirts. It's more than cool shirts. Their story is awesome. The guy who founded it is awesome. He is the real deal, like, actually does this stuff. They care about protecting national parks, the environment, all that. So, I think they're awesome. And their clothes are Behind lit, <laughs> as the kids would say. No cap. Alright, um, my last one. This is not a surprise. I'm such a food guy. I think about food all the time. But this is going to be surprising what you pick, because there's, uh, there's There's a few options. on my list that I love more than others. Alright, wait. Let, we're going to list the ones that you could use, and then you tell us out of them what they are. Okay. We have Cookout. We have Chipotle. We have McDougal's. Carnic can think of any other ones. Uh... Outlanders. Oh, yeah. A lot of chicken. I love chicken. Chicken's my favorite food. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt. Chili's Chewies. <laughs> I think those are your favorite. I think those are good. Yeah. Taco Bell I might be in there. Taco Bell's... It's, it's, it's on the outskirts. As, looking at. I think Pan Express before Taco Bell, for yeah. sure. Um, so you go east before you go south. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, it's not a so, city. So, <laughs> th- for me, this one... I just love this. I know, like, when I see this sign, my mouth starts watering instantly. And I think cookout's an easy one to go with, but I'm not doing cookout because it's just their letters. Like, they don't do anything special. There's nothing great about it. It's just cookout, like the word. Which, I mean, in itself is is a nice brand. I know what I'm getting. It's pretty straightforward. But I love this brand. I think it's really cool looking. Chipotle, for sure. Oh, what a surprise! Wow. <laughs> Chipotle is not sneaking whole, in, which is not a whole lot different than Chili's if you look at them. The, or Chewies. What's chi- no? I mean, I'm thinking more like the jalapeno like the physical, is like yeah. the oh, jalapeno. Logo. Yeah, the yeah. jalapeno is looking up in Chipotle. For I actually am looking at a picture is there right jalapeno now. Chipotle's? Yeah, it's I a little, little never... pepper. Wow, that's right. In the and then too. I guess I have seen. And that. then Chili's. Oh, so it spelled out long ways. Chili's is that's is a little tilted uh, down, down to like a maybe yeah. thirty degree angle from where this one is, which is probably more ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I think Chipotle is great. I love the colors, red and that darker red in the middle. I each Chipotle I love walking into. It's just a beautiful restaurant on the inside. The people are usually pretty nice. They usually know what they're doing. I don't have a lot of mistakes on my orders when I'm ordering there. Sometimes on the app, you know, if you have multiple orders, they get confused. Just do one at a time. They're very confused over there with those online orders. Okay. I've only had one order be lost, which is pretty good. Cookout, I've had like three or four orders lost, which is honestly par with the course, but I love it anyway. You get what you're paying for. It's great. I'm. Um, it's it's usually milkshakes. It, honestly, it's usually milkshakes where I'm like, I want an Oreo cheesecake milkshake and they'll give me a m&m oreo yeah or you want a strawberry toffee toffee shake and they give you a strawberry coffee shake also who orders crazy flavors like that you gotta experiment every once in a while man i love cookout this is not a cookout we are pro cookout here john has like eight cookout shirts i i think i may have the record i had a cookout worker ask if i worked at a cookout and i felt so honored 
because I'm there. What he doesn't know is the worker was only asking because he can't imagine why somebody would wear a cookout shirt <laughs> if they didn't actually work at cookouts. It's a great... I actually like their shirts a lot. Yeah, their shirts are pretty cool. Um, I like all the ones you have. Dang, that kind of makes me wish I had done cookout, but those are sweet shirts. Nah, Chipotle's... Chipotle doesn't give me shirts, though. They just give me food. But they're chips. Those chips. Mm. What about the new queso? I'm in. You I, I it's very creamy. I like it on the bowl, like mixed in. It does a lot for me. I like the yellow queso for chips, though. Yeah, but you're crazy. Nobody liked that queso. I think yeah. a lot of people didn't All like right. that queso mm-hmm. because they were told to not like the queso. That's true. I think I had it a lot later, and it was better than I originally remembered it being. Um. So yeah, Chipotle is my favorite. That's my four. Connor, bring us home. All right. Uh, my number four. Similar in a kind of sphere to Evans is REI Brands. Oh. REI Brands, they bring it home. My backpack, my ground pad, my sleeping bag, a lot of my clothes. I feel like Patagonia does come from REI, though. Are you, does REI it, it, have its own brand? Clearly, I yeah. don't know any of REI co-op yeah. brand. REI yeah. co-op brand. My, my, my bike, I mean, every, I mean, I love the REI co-op brand. Uh, it's so good. I don't have any Patagonia or REI. The warranties are phenomenal. We'll fix you. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it going. We're gonna go camping. We'll Pro do a podcast Aria. from the woods at some point. <laughs> podcast from the woods. Gosh, John's first camp. <laughs> I've been camping. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> One time, me and my dad camped under a bridge under the interstate. You told me this. <laughs> it was super. We went to Waffle House the next day. Oh man. We were gonna have um, pancake mix that my mom had done for us on like a little like makeshift yeah. griddle thing. Yeah. And um. And it toppled over in the middle of the night. I don't remember how. We need to have a campfire stories one of these weeks. Because, like, the time when my dad and I had to hitchhike through East Tennessee with a man on house arrest is a great story. That sounds awesome. I know. See, Connor, I know you have stories. I've got, I've got plenty. Yeah, we got to do that sometime. Oh, yeah. Really good call, though. Mm-hmm. That's good. Absolutely. They've outfitted my life in terms of my kind of outdoor experiences. All right, great. Anybody's well, looking to sponsor us. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, so Outdoors. We have, we have a cookout. We've got anyone with a jingle. We've got REI Brands. <laughs> if K9 Advantix wants yeah. to sponsor Evan, us. Evan will sing your jingle yes. live on tape. Free advertisement. <laughs> um, um, do we go honorable mentions? Or? Yeah, let's do honorable mentions. Right. Obviously, cookout for me. Ooh. Coke. I think Coke is a really good brand. I had Coke as an honorable mention. Um, Tom Hardy's brand. <laughs> not okay, talking. Did, did we do him a as a person? Brand? No, we didn't. Okay, no, but that, that Tom Hardy's personal. I think brand, we could do. I'm in for. I, I think we could do personal brands at some point, or just people like current people. I know we did historical Maybe historical people. figures. We already did historical figures. Darn. Had to be here. <laughs> Inside joke. You weren't here. Um, anything else? Um, I had. Oh, there's a ton. I had. I had a couple. I had. I had Logan's Roadhouse is a great brand, and and the Texas so Roadhouse. Your, you know that. I like Texas it, it, Roadhouse. It's, over it's less the actual restaurant and more the brand of like throwing come into our restaurant and just throw <laughs> crap around. Like, but but yeah. uh, Texas Roadhouse gives you the cinnamon, uh, cinnamon butter. Oh, it does. Oh, that, that is, is so good. Okay, Texas Roadhouse. Sorry, Logan's. <laughs> you lost on a technicality of cinnamon. Um, Dunkin' Donuts. Honorable mention. Great brand. Couldn't live um, without it. Jeep. I don't own a Jeep. Love Jeeps. I've rented one mm. one time on a business trip, but like... And you already started the wave. You're just doing the yeah, wave. Yeah, and I, I, I literally... Jeep the, like, it's part of the brand, though. I just think that's a, that's a lifestyle that eventually I'd be interested in living. I think I dog paintings so are a really like, cool brand. REI Jeep, 
Patagonia Subaru. Like, we're just on opposite ends. You hear me? Dog, dog paintings. Dog paintings are not a great brand. That's a brand. They are an entertaining brand. Mm -hmm. I will say that. And if you don't know, that's because John's referencing the painting of his dog that is watching over this podcast recording right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all (laughs) admiring it at the moment. All right. Well, uh, I I think that wraps us up for the week. And so be about uh, another two weeks. We'll have another one for you. Maybe. Anybody? Hopefully. We'll see if... Add another person. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody wants to join, let us know. If you have any suggestions on different topics you want to talk about, us to talk talk about, or uh, different Mount Rushmore things, let us know. Any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms? Fierce phobias? Email them to John. Yep. I can't handle them. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can also follow me on Twitter. Not many of those Twitter followers, so feel free to jump you on. You can't plug your personal brand into this podcast. Hey, if there's ever a time. This, if there's ever a time, it's this one. Anyway, for all Let's of us here. Friends. All of us here and moderately enjoyable. <laughs> thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy quarantine. Hopefully this was relaxing in that. Nope, not at all. All right, have a great time. See ya.